and welcome to the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Today, we have special guest Gabe Lyons. Now to your host, Randy Jumper. So, uh, we're here with Gabe Lyons, author of The Next Christians and one of the leading voices in the young adult world. Thanks for being with us. It's great to be here. Tell us a little about the book, why we need to read it, what you see happening in young adult culture right now. Well, this book, I mean, really just, I think, captures a lot of what I've been seeing over the last seven years developing in not just the next generation, but also in Christians who are realizing we're being faced with a changing culture, that we're kind of living in a new moment where being a Christian isn't always the most respected thing. Uh, A lot of people are not saying they're a Christian as loud as they maybe would have 10 or 20 years ago. Um, And yet I'm a believer that God wants to work in every moment and in every time and that he is at work today and that one of our greatest opportunities is sitting right in front of us. And part of that is engaging the next generation. Part of it's engaging uh, what I call the restorers, Christians who really realize that God wants to work to transform not only people's souls and their hearts, but also everything around them. And so in the book, I lay out seven different characteristics um, and we call it seven ways that you can live the gospel that we see Jesus walking the earth 2,000 years ago applied to 2012. What would it look like if we were to live this out today in a culture that's a bit antagonistic to Christians? But I, I think there's a way to do that. Um, and we're seeing a lot of Christians do it with great success in terms of their credibility, in terms of their respect in culture, and in seeing people's lives transformed with the gospel of Jesus. So why are you involved in this, in this area? And tell us a little about your organization, what you're doing, the things to the person who knows nothing about yeah. Cave Lines and what's going on here at Q. Yeah. Why did you get in this and what is it you're doing? Well, I grew up in the church. I've always had an incredible heart for the church and mm-hmm. believe that's what God's using and will continue to use to see his name go forward, to see people come to him. Um, but I grew deeply burdened about 10 years ago when I realized that when uh, those who weren't part of the church thought about Christians, that the only thing they could think of were negative things. True. And we, um, because of that, it, it put a burden in my heart to work on that. So we did research to try to understand the perceptions the next generation had about us. We published a book called UnChristian that yeah. laid out that most of the 16 to 29 year olds in our culture think of Christians as judgmental, as right. too political, as only interested in getting people saved. And I just wanted to work and put my life towards um, doing anything I could to start seeing the credibility of this faith restored in a culture that was losing respect for it. I don't think Jesus needs any help with his reputation. I mean, people love Jesus, but his church has been something I think that's lost a bit of credibility. And the way we do that, oddly enough, is pretty simple. We get back to what Jesus did. Jesus wasn't judgmental, not to the non-Christians, to the the religious people he was. Um, Jesus wasn't too political. Jesus wasn't hypocritical. He met people where they were at. And I think that's what this generation wants is to see their churches really reaching out to people who maybe haven't arrived yet in Mm -hmm. their spiritual journey to where other people in the church have, but being able to welcome them into the community, meet them where they're at, and let the power of Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, transform in only the way that the Holy Spirit can in a way that we really don't have the power to do. Right, that's good. So how are you guys doing that? Are you hopeful about this generation? I mean, are you you doomsday, the the world's falling apart? Are you hopeful? No, we we are super hopeful, uh, annoyingly hopeful that (laughs) God's going to break through and is. Um, And we're trying to tell those stories. I don't think those stories are being told enough. Um, uh, We created an organization called Q. It stands for questions. We wanted to create a space where leaders, church leaders, pastors, um, leaders who were Christians in culture could come together and get more exposed to what's happening in our world, be more versed in it, more educated, 
so that we could then apply the gospel to it and to understand how does the gospel lens speak to what we see happening in business, in fashion, in the government, in politics, in the social sector, in all the social issues that we're talking about. Um, so many times we get our nose down and we're working hard and we're shepherding the people, you know, that a pastor would shepherd in their flock. Um, but we don't spend as much time understanding where's the conversation going in our culture. So we try to help people get the cliff notes, so to speak, to understand what's happening in the world and to think creatively about how the world and how the gospel is going forward. Tell those stories. And at QIdeas.org, people can actually watch those talks, hear interviews with right. leaders. Um, that would be quite inspiring, I think, to younger people uh, as well as to parents who are wondering, where's this next generation going? So what's that website again? QIdeas.org. And so if I'm... I'm a young adult pat leader, I'm a pastor, or I'm just, I'm a 21-year-old out there and I've been internet searching and I'm, yeah. and I'm an Assembly God church and I receive this. What, how do I connect with you? And is there something that, that we can partner? To, is there something I can learn? From, how, what else would I connect yeah. with you? Well, with Next Christians, we, we've seen this as a real gateway to people to understanding this next generation and understanding really how we're seeing God move in this moment. Mm -hmm. And so we've created all kinds of ways where a church uh, a church staff could come together and read this book and use our DVD study to actually go through and ask questions of one another to see if this is what they're seeing in their community. Cool. Um, we've created ways for churches to host what we call a Restore Sunday, where um, taking one Sunday out of the calendar year to bring people on stage at church who are actually being Christian in places like the public school, places awesome. like uh, the town and the community center, places like in vocation and business, how people are living out the gospel in every area of the world and affirm that and celebrate that. Um, churches are doing sermon series. We have guides for them to, to think that's about how do, they, how do they bring along people? Because this isn't something that's meant to just be about the next generation. It's about how do we as the church today, whether I'm 70 years old, 60 years old, or 20 years old, how do we work together and, and take the wisdom from those who've been here for, for many years and combine that with the youthfulness and the energy and the exuberance of the next generation and say, together, let's think about what would the gospel of Jesus Christ look like in our community? And that, that's interesting. I'm going to ask a question. What do you, what, how do you answer the question? The pushback people give and say, well, you're changing everything. Yeah. And so that you're, you're distorting the gospel. You're changing it. So how would you answer somebody that someone was afraid? Well, for, for us and for me, it's been critical not to change one thing about the gospel. I mean, <laughs> Um, I, anybody who would do that, I think the arrogance to, to try to add things to the gospel, to try to suggest we haven't gotten it, and now we finally get it, and it's something different. No, the gospel is the gospel. It's strong. It's powerful. It does its work no matter what generation, no matter what issues we're confronted with. And so we can stand alone on that. What I think people feel is an uncomfortableness because culture is changing. And so what we're saying is, look, even though many churches are seeing the youth leave their church or, or just anybody, young adults, 30-somethings, 40-somethings, they're, they're walking away from their church. Um, we're saying it's, it's not because of the gospel. It's because of how we've thought about church. We're, we've thought about our churches as places where we have to get people together once a week, um, and that's our church. And the next generation's challenging that and saying, no, the church has to be seven days a week. Sure, we're going to show up on Sundays. Sure, we're going to worship together. But this church better be about what I'm doing the other six days of the week, or it really doesn't hold as, as important of a place in my life as maybe other things do. And that's sure. challenging for us to hear. And it's more challenging to figure out how do we start to retrofit the structures of our church to Good facilitate thought. what God's doing. So in the few minutes we have left, um, you work with hundreds of churches, pastors, ministries across the, the board, different denominations. Um, what do, you, do you have a sense, do you have a feeling that maybe God's doing something uh, 
that pastor, that person sitting out there right now watching this, what, 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 what would you leave them with the word of encouragement? What do you sense God doing? I sense, you know, if we look back 500 years to the Great Reformation, and we realize that was the time when the Bible, when Scripture, the Word of God, went from being something that only the pastor could kind of hold in their hands or the priest, and it got into the hands of the people. And we saw an incredible revolution start to happen because finally people could read the Word of God. Um, if that's what happened 500 years ago, what I think is happening today is the Word of God now in the hands of the followers of Jesus are now taking it with them, and they're going on their jobs, into their vocations, mm. and they're trying to show up in a way that's going to transform those industries, transform their neighborhoods, transform their communities. So in that sense, the Scripture's leaving the church. It's not that it's leaving the church and, and it's just falling on the wayside. It's going out with believers. And so I think what God's doing today is we're seeing Christians show up in everywhere from media and entertainment and music and basketball. Mm -hmm. um, we're seeing Christians show up who are bold about their faith in God yeah on CNN, in, in, right. after tornadoes crush victims across this country. We're seeing the church rise up and show up in physical form. And I okay. think that's where God's showing up today is through all people, not just the pastor. And I think for pastors, it takes a great deal of humility to realize they're there to serve the other people in the church. And it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing to realize that the pastor of the future might not be one who holds a degree from a seminary. It might be a person who's very skilled at doing documentaries or at writing books or at running a business and that God might be able to use that person in that role almost more effectively than he might use a pastor that he could have used a hundred years ago more effectively. Awesome. Today, that's what's changing. And so to embrace that, to not be threatened by it, but to say, wow, God, what are you doing? And how can our church be a part of that? I think it's what Henry Blackaby's always said. Let's try to understand how God's moving and then get on board with it. And that's true spiritual leadership. We're here with Gabe Lyons, author of The Next Christians and uh, renowned speaker and communicator and statistician. Thanks so much for the time with us today. Check out all the resources at their website. And thanks for watching. Thanks for listening in. Join us next time on the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. For more resources, check out yaministry.org.